listening. I invite you to check out my website, karagoodwin.com. I'm adding more resources all the time to assist you in your meditation journey. Sign up right on the homepage to receive a free 10-minute guided meditation that will fill you with light and peace and give your nervous system a reset. You can also find powerful offerings to help you start or amplify your existing meditation practice, including the Meditation Immersion Program to get a solid foundation to your meditation and the Healing Hearth ongoing program for regular online meditations and guidance. Thank you so much for your support and enjoy this episode. Hello and welcome to the Meditation Conversation, the podcast to support your spiritual revolution. I'm your host, Kara Goodwin. Stay up to date with the latest releases of the Meditation Conversation by following me on Instagram at Kara underscore Goodwin underscore Meditation. And today I am so excited to be joined by Sharon Coleman. Sharon is a dream building expert. She's a speaker and a transformational coach. And at age 26, she was living in poverty, divorced, and alcoholic. And from the depths of despair, she began searching for a path out of failure and into success. And she embarked on an incredible spiritual journey that turned her life around, producing full-spectrum wealth, a wildly successful career, deep, meaningful connections with family and friends, and most importantly, an easy system that anyone can use to bring their dreams into reality. So welcome, Sharon. I'm so happy you're here today. Thank you for having me, Kara. I can't wait. I can't wait to hear about your story. Why don't you tell us about how you went from the depths of despair to where you are today? Well, interesting. It was one of the um, first huge spiritual experiences I had. I was going to commit suicide. And so I had actually thought about suicide for um, three weeks and not said a word to anyone. And um, I, what happened was that I'd undergone a lot of trauma as a child, including molestation, and I had stopped drinking and the, the memories were pushing up and I didn't understand what was happening. So I just wanted the pain to stop. And, but what happened is I got down on my knees one night and I literally said, if God, if you're out there, like, please help me. And it was one of those outrageously sincere prayers, which get answered very quickly, by the way, for all of us. And I was completely surrounded in unconditional love and peace. And in that it was, instant? Yeah, it was outrageous. I mean, it was outrageous. <laughs> So uh, within three days, I met my mentor who I did not know previously. And she was an, she just was amazing. She worked with people, was told to work with people um, that had undergone severe trauma that would have a very difficult time, even in like traditional therapy, which I have gone through. But she was able to see it from body, mind, soul and help with recovery. So she studied neurology, psychology, spirituality, and I became her student for 30 years. And I applied uh, what she taught because I wanted my life to be different, but I wanted so much for my life to be different for my children, to have it be different. And I told her, please just stop the insanity with me and mine, like stop all this going forward. And the amazing story is it did. 
And so my children are like these, I call them normies because they're like so normal and <laughs> their life has been very good, which is what exactly what I wanted. And uh, yeah, so it's been an amazing journey, but I did literally go from being a waitress where I was in poverty afraid to look at the bills, um, drove a car that was completely rusted out on the outside and inside that my son kept saying, please don't make me get in that car, mom. That's the ugliest car in the whole town. And I went from there with education, with applying all these principles to becoming an executive, a vice president. And that was without more education, which I think is important because it's showing how you literally can bring the life you were sent to earth to live into the third dimension because it's right there. It's right there. Right. Yeah. That's incredible. So, so what was the sort of, um, like how, how it's funny to ask it this way, because before we started recording, we were talking about timelines and you know, the, the, the fluidity of time really. Um, but what sort of time, frame because it seems that when you talk about like the the prayer being answered where you were enveloped in unconditional love i got the impression that was an instantaneous that was an immediate yes, it was response an instantaneous thing instantaneous okay. response and the timeline it's not like it doesn't take work it takes work it takes inner work what's really interesting is the hardest work you'll ever do in your life is to start to notice, okay, what's going on inside of your mind as far as your thought patterns, right? So our thoughts lead to our feelings, our feelings lead to our actions, and our actions lead to our results. And so you are programmed, children between the age of zero and eight are literally in a hypnotic state, a super learning state, and they do not yet have discernment. Which as adults, when you look back, you think, oh, well, I'm sure they could reason out, well, that was about their mom or their dad or their aunt or their uncle, not them. No, they don't have that ability. You don't even start getting discernment till eight years old, okay? Until then, they are a sponge. And so we were all sponges. So even though it may have been the, the energy, the patterns, the negativity, it may have been coming from someone else, we felt it and took it on as though it was us. So we formed an ID deep in our subconscious mind from emotional experiences, okay, which is the only way you can really get that into your subconscious mind and rewire it now, right? But we, we grew up believing that we're something that we're not. We ID'd with, I'm not smart enough, I'm not right enough, I'm not doing it right. We ID'd with all of these emotional states, and they weren't necessarily true. In fact, when you go back and start taking it apart, they are rarely ever true. But we moved forward. So then what happens is the timeline goes forward, but you're still kind of stuck in these beliefs. But so your conscious mind, which is only 10% of your mind's power, okay, is trying to navigate life, but in your subconscious mind, which is 90% of the power of your mind, is housed all these old beliefs and thought patterns. And if you were not safe as a child, protective reactions in order to keep you safe. So you'll start to try to do something in your conscious mind, like I'm going to diet, it's going to be successful this time. But out of your subconscious mind comes your programming, which is no, I'm going to be overweight. 
I'm going to eat for all my feelings. I'm going to, so you start on a beautiful path. But once you become very conscious of the patterns in your subconscious mind, then and only then can you pause when you're, and, and you don't have to rewire all of them. This is the good news. People only have about three. I think the most I've ever seen is four patterns that are defeating certain areas of their life, only four. So once you recognize them, you can start to reprogram yourself as you connect to the divine and you discover who you really are. So I had a near death experience and, oh yeah, no, I mean, that was a profound change in my life. So I died, I uh, had two code blues in one day at Sharp Memorial Hospital in San Diego here. I was, was dying of something. Was before your awakening or no, after? No, this is, this is like 15, 16 years ago now. Okay. That I had MRSA and it had um, started to eat uh, wounds in my body and I had a blood clot in my lung and my leg. So I was in ICU and we'd already done like the goodbyes with my children. And you had? I, yeah. Oh yeah. You no, they had, yeah, yeah. There's my poor kids. That's the only thing they're still really traumatized from is that time where that happened. But what happened was I was in the ICU and the nurses were around and I literally said out loud, I'm leaving. I'm leaving because you could, I could feel your spirit actually goes right here out of the top of your head when it leaves your physical body. And I could feel it leaving, but I didn't know what that meant. And then all of a sudden I was gone and I did go through the light, the tunnel of all the light, but I woke up on the other side. I don't know what people call it heaven. They call it because I mean, really it's heaven in the sense of like, it's pure unconditional love and peace. It's not possible to want anything because you have everything and you're connected to everything. And I had this conversation with this divine where it taught me different things and helped me understand things and reworked some of the thoughts that I'd had about what was going on with me and other people. And I mean, it was just the most tremendous experience and um, all mental telepathy because in heaven, it's all mental telepathy. And, uh, but anyway, when I came back from that experience, I had another code blue the same day. I just went through the lights. I didn't get all the way to the other side and I came back. But when I came back, I was forever changed, forever changed. And so I, I can actually see the code. This sounds so funny. I see it like a code. If I work with someone, their subconscious mind pattern, because since I came back, I see people's soul before I see their ego. So because there's a major differentiation between the two, when I look at their ego, I can see what's stuck, you know, what pattern it is that's affecting them that they still believe and then help them to rewire actually their neurology. Okay. But then they change in mind, body, spirit. So my life is, yeah, like good. <laughs> That's incredible. I mean, what a huge gift that is to be able oh to see Oh my that. gosh, right? <laughs> what what does is that like when you say you see somebody's soul? Do you see a physical representation or like an overlay or do you see like you just get a sense of them on a higher plane or you, I I can sense. It's a sense, right? I'm clairvoyant. So, um but I, I you can it you can sense it. So what's so funny, I call it, sometimes people in life wear a hard candy shell, like an M&M. 
And so on the outside, they may look very tough and kind of standoffish and blah, blah, blah. But I actually see the real one that is like behind that, that is like not scared, very sweet, you know, very loving. And then you see this hard candy shell. So the hard candy shell always comes from here this time, Mm -hmm. this life. Okay. And so it's easy to, it's almost laughable to me sometimes, although, you know, I, it's not that I don't have deep compassion because I have outrageous compassion for people that still believe that there's something, someone that they're not right. Mm -hmm. Because how many people go all the way through life, Kara, and they die never having met who they really were. And the issue with that is they, they die never knowing what they were here to do. Mm-hmm. what path they were here because in every person is instilled a gift that we're here to bring to not just make the world better for us. It's not about us. It's about making the world better for everyone around us. And mm-hmm. each person has one and they are as unique as a snowflake, just like mm-hmm. we are. It's this beautiful, unique imprint, right? Mm-hmm. The first, so I always say I'm an unteacher. <laughs> Because they unteach people everything they think they know so that they can actually connect to their own inner wisdom. I don't have their answers. They have their answers. Mm-hmm. They have their answers, right? Yeah. And so help them connect to the truth. And then it all, everything changes. They change, their energy changes. They attract people into their life, people and places and things from the divine to support whatever it is that they're here to do. It's there the whole time. Yes. That's super cool. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And one of the things that you talked about was that I can't remember how you, the patterning maybe you said, but like the conditioning and that there are really like three or four things people are usually working on, which is a really interesting observation because things I mean, I can, I can totally follow what you're saying, but, um, I know that you, you talk a lot about neutrality, for example, yes. and, and how much, you know, because we do, we go through so much of our thoughts, so much of our activity, we are assessing and we're judging. <laughs> and when I think about that, one of the, one of the examples that came to mind, you know, before we started talking was, um, was going to the grocery store. You know, I went to the grocery store this morning and I probably should have gone to the grocery store yesterday or I could have gone yesterday. And I went today and there, you know, we were low on, on things. And for me, that's okay. You know, it's kind of like, oh, I, I'll go today because now we're out of stuff. Um, but I know friends who will say like, if they you know, oh, I, I, I should have gone yesterday. And then that's like the focus, like even just going to the grocery store, they're labeling themselves, they're judging themselves because they, if they'd be a better mom or a better wife, or they'd be taking better care of themselves or whatever it is, if they had gone yesterday before they ran out of berries or whatever, you know, yeah. It is. And and it, that's just one like really benign example of how we are doing something so seemingly innocuous as going grocery shopping, but we are falling into these patterns and telling these stories about ourselves that yes. aren't true. You know, we don't have 
any, any, we don't need to have any judgment about that. I don't know if you want to talk a little bit about the importance of neutrality. Yeah. Well, it's interesting because, you know, you just said a couple of words that I consider those the cuss words. Should is a cuss word. Um, I could is a, is a cuss word. There's certain words that we don't realize. And instead of being so upset about the other words, we should be very upset about those words because it is judgment on ourselves. And the, the, this idea that we're not perfectly made as we are, that's the lie. This is the lie is that I need to be a good mom. I need to no, you are, you already are. <laughs> so you see how we move out of our spirit to go out here. And so we're kind of living from the outside in. And everything, I assure you, I saw it. Everything is happening from the inside out. So, but we're in a society and we're taught very young to look outside of ourselves, right? For validation, for, but it's so fascinating, isn't it? That when we judge ourselves, it's never to the good side. <laughs> I always say like, okay, well, if you're going to judge yourself, could you stick with, you know, I'm a beautiful, perfectly made being and I'm a, like, can we do some of that? But that's not what You don't happens. have enough narcissists in your life. Get some narcissist right. friends and you'll, you'll find them. I've had them because empaths tend to, um, tend to bring them in mm. because of the caring and the love. They tend to bring them in. They see our mm. kindness as weakness where kindness is the greatest strength. But I, mm -hmm. so I totally know what you're talking about. My mother, actually, I was raised with a narcissist mom. So trust oh, me, I get it. Oh, do I get it? But yeah. uh, I help people a lot with narcissists in their life because it's a very fascinating thing to walk through, sadly. But yeah. this is it, right? Is this, um, I'm not enough. I'm not enough. So neutrality, let me touch on that for a minute because it's one of the most important concepts is this ability to be neutral. So Anytime that we are in vacillation, we're vacillating back and forth. We're creating turmoil in our mind, okay? And we're creating turmoil in our life. So willingness um, and neutrality actually comes after acceptance. Acceptance is, I, I, I cannot change another person, place, or thing. There's nothing I can do. I can be an influence right? I can stand in my own and I can be an influence, but whether someone moves or takes movement or not has not one thing to do with me. They are their own individual and they are choosing. So the idea of neutrality is I am at peace. I'm at peace with what I see going on outside of myself. I even get to be at peace with me. Like if I, I, I went through a lot of trauma as a kid, so it doesn't mean that I don't have a taught habit pattern coming in. The difference is I wasn't taught coping mechanisms as a child and I've since learned them. So now I have this beautiful process of love that when I see like that wounded child come out and she's going to attempt to, you know, something happened and it triggered. The thing is the door opens wide, but it closes very quickly with love instead of letting it take over an hour or a day or a month or become a part of my personality, I understand now, I assess, I love, I love even deeper in that moment. And then I lovingly shut the door because this is the now. And in this now, everything is good. 
everything is good. That yeah. is the eternal truth. I promise you, everything is good. <laughs> yeah, so much power in the moment. Yes. You know, this is really where that safety is. And so often when we are feeling, you know, pulled in, in out of that centered, peaceful yes. state that we're talking about, it's because we're, we're willing, well, we're taking ourselves into the past or into an unknown future and worrying and coming off right. balance. But See, if we notice oh it's actually happening. Yeah. I'm so glad you said that about the future because most people are floating kind of like a balloon. They're literally floating into their future. Do you understand? So they're bumping up against people, places, and things. And that's actually deciding for them what their future is like. We were given this that. amazing power of imagination, right? And, and by the way, imagination goes back to your heart. So it touches on the truth, which is within your heart. So if you're a person that has longing to have your life be different, or you're discontent with the way that it is, that's actually a voice inside of you getting trying to get you to listen to what you were here to do. So when we dream, the process is done from love because love is a super high vibration. When you get into shame or guilt or, I mean, anger is a God-given emotion or spirit-given emotion, right? Anger is a real one, but there's many manufactured emotions that are humanly made. They're not real. And we go around feeling them, which is wild, right? We go along bringing them into our world. So well, give some the, examples of that if that oh, doesn't take you oh off. Oh my course. gosh, there's so there are honestly there are so many um comparison, that feeling of jealousy or comparison, that is not that is a man-made emotion, okay? To believe that I'm not as good as and I look out of myself and I see another person, like there's no such thing as competition. It doesn't exist. That is man-made. That is not real. There is more than enough abundance for every single human to have all of it. So mm -hmm. we actually limit ourselves when we believe in, I have to compete against this person or um, these concepts are all very man-made. And mm -hmm. you know what happened when I was on the other side, you can see back. So you can see what's real and not real. All of a sudden the veil lifts. And you get to see what's real and not real. So there are many emotional states that people go through that are, I mean, they're of here. They're, they're of this man-made kind of journey here. Whereas mm -hmm. the feelings of sadness is an emotion that you were born with. Anger is an emotion that you were born with. So that also means frustration. There are specific joy is your birthright. Joy mm -hmm. is your birthright. Let me tell you, people all the time, they're like, you're a little joy ball, Sharon. I go around mm -hmm. laughing and giggling because that's the, my state. That's where I stay, mm -hmm. right? It's more natural than anything I used to feel when I was a full-blown drama queen, right? <laughs> and I believed in the system of blame and like, how could that man do that to me? Don't you know who I am? You know, I was such a full-blown drama freak when I met my mentor. Um, it just cracks me up now to look back. I mean, I really was, I like could have just spent all day, every day in drama. Um, mm -hmm. you know, but 
<laughs> also a signal of where I had come from, a sign of where I had come from. But we don't need to live there. We can live in neutrality. We can live in peace. We can live in the state of love. And we can bring the state of love higher and higher and higher every day through specific practices of how to do that, right? So we were given all these keys. It's just we forgot we forgot who we really are. We started connecting to what we see and what we project out from inside of us as the truth when it's just not the truth. <laughs> right. right. That's amazing. I mean, there's, it's very quantum, you know, it's very yes. quantum what you're yes, talking about in terms of how, you know, we pull the past it's, you know, the past is done, but it is like we keep bringing what we, you know, what we've gathered from the past and repeating and repeating and applying it to every new situation and seeing, you know, coloring our world. If we've been wronged, you know, in the past as a child, let's say, you know, and then we're we're looking with that tint on our glasses at this new person in front of us. And we're saying, okay, well, you know, this is what happens when, you know, this, this remind on a subconscious level, like you're talking about it. That's like, right. Okay. I'm, I'm going to pull from what I know. That's right. And I'm going to make gonna it happen. It. I'm going to create yes. that reality. So if I don't feel like I'm lovable, it doesn't matter if someone's in front of me, that's capable of loving me. I am right. going to ensure that I end up with the same outcome that was programmed in my mind. It's it, until you are aware of what you're doing and how you're creating it through the thoughts that you're having, you know, where you focus, it grows. And I mm -hmm. wish people understood this because they have it backwards. So if they feel like they're having money problems, they focus on the lack of money. So they're mm -hmm. literally creating more of a lack of money. Right. I mean, it is just such a truth. And it so is. to understand these principles and then start using them because mm -hmm. You know, all of the knowledge in the world does you not one bit of good if you don't know how to practically apply it to your life and steps to change your mind. It does you no good. It's almost a joke because mm -hmm. it's like, great, you got a head full of knowledge, but your life is falling apart. So what good? So it's in the simple application of steps, right? These specific steps that you know, I'm so grateful in my life that everything turned around, but I worked for it. Mm -hmm. I worked for it. So it's funny. Um, I was, you and I were talking about earlier about the events of life that um, they can appear so real, mm -hmm. but they're manufactured. Now they're actually met now. So the level of responsibility, when you become aware, which I had become aware, but when I tell you, I came back in full blown, oh my gosh, I get it now from the other side. Okay. We are actually, we have that power. We were so loved. We are so loved every minute of every day beyond anything that people can comprehend. You cannot comprehend. You have a full team, universal team that is with you all the time. You are not alone. Even when you right. feel the most alone, I assure you, they're right there. But if you are lost in your thoughts, you can't feel them. You can't see them. Right. You can't feel them around you. So it is in starting to understand, hey, this is not your fault. You were processed this way. You were raised this way. Your parents did the best they could. This is not about yeah, 
Right. And it, parents, society, culture, yes. media, schooling. I mean, this is like, and your parents came up through this process too. That's so, right. you know, exactly what you're saying. It's not about like this blame game. It's no. we're all, we all have the opportunity to wake up to this higher True. reality than what yeah, we have yeah, been yeah, yeah. brought up in. <laughs> and then you'll love your life. Yes, uh, right. And then right. you will love your life every day, every right. day. And, and it, yeah, too funny. I love how you have been blessed with this NDE, your near-death experience. Oh, yeah. And, and I know that that was traumatic, especially for your children as you went through yes. it. But yes. the insights and the wisdom that you've had, um, it, that is what gives this it's not just about like, I read a book or I read several books or I watched The Secret. You know, it's not about like, I took somebody else's learning. I mean, I also, I haven't had an NDE, but I have had multidimensional experiences where yes. I am understanding what you're talking about because I've seen it. And we all have that capability within us. And this is one of the things that I love about these conversations and why it's so important for us to have these conversations, because every time somebody starts to hear things like your experience and things that have come through from your experience, it's opening path, new pathways within everybody Gosh. so that we know a different level of possibility. And so one thing that struck me was when you talked about the team of support that's around and, you know, they're always there and you can call them in. And that for me for so long was, I, I understood it and I loved the idea, but it felt like, oh, for them to get here, it must be a lot for them to come from heaven. Let's say, let's talk about the angels, you know, for them to come from on high and descend down and get to where I am. Because I think, because we think about it like a linear time. We do. That's exactly, let me tell you, that's exactly right. Right. But if, if people can start to consider that this, there is so much going on in the space around us that we are sharing space with higher levels with and lower levels that it's not like time and space is something that we experience through this earthly human um, experience. Also manufactured. So, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, but I just hope that starts to break down some of those um, barriers because we can have enough, like if people are stuck in an unworthiness, because I've been there too. Yes. Like, well, oh, I'm sure oh, the I'm saints good. have all this support, but surely not me. Not like, me. Who, I'm not seen, you know, I'm not like, who cares about what's going on with me? I'm fine. You know, I'm plodding along here. Um, but it's like, no, it's here for you. It's, you know, you, it's here for all of us. And it's, it's, it's always around and, and you can start to strengthen your connection with it by tuning into different frequencies, different levels, but it, which takes training. It's not really something right. that we can go into, you know, right this minute, right. but just understanding that it's here it's around like that's an that's a really important point that you yeah. made. So Can like, I share one highlight. of my experiences on the other side please, that please. is going to make this point so amazing? So, I uh, what happened was 
there was a line drawn. Okay. And on one end of the line was like Francis, St. Francis of Assisi, um, Mother Teresa, all these different saints. Okay. Mm -hmm. On this side of the line, on the right hand side of the line were murderers, child molesters, really dark people that were very lost. Okay. in life. And here's what was said. I love all of you equally. Now, you got to hear this. I do not love a saint more than I love the murderer. Mm-hmm. I love you all without mm-hmm. end. I love you all. So when you talk about how important, right, that concept, we are all loved. There's mm-hmm. no difference. There's there's no difference. And that blew my mind. I'm a molested child, so that blew my mind, right? Right. But I knew it. I didn't think it. I knew it. I felt the energy of it. And mm-hmm. I was astounded. My teacher used to tell me in earlier years, you know, in my 30s, like, Sharon, you don't understand the seventh level of consciousness. It's everything's equal. And I just couldn't get my head wrapped around that. But mm-hmm. when I had the experience of it, I've never been the same. Now, I've never believed that anyone was better or less than another. That kind of malarkey. I never, just like prejudiced, I never believed any of that crap. But, mm-hmm. oh, sorry. <laughs> never believed any of that stuff. Uh-huh. <laughs> but I was actually shown this diagram, and it was startling. And it was wonderful. So mm-hmm. you're right. We think, well, what would they have to do with us? But each one of us is uniquely, magnificently loved. And so, of course, they're interested. Your team, your guides are very interested in your life. And they're there, whether you acknowledge them or not, they're there. But you're right. The, the, um, the comfort that comes when you tap in to where you're hearing them more because their message is always from love. Ours is always tainted at some level. Theirs is from love. Like when mm-hmm. they, you know, I have clients and they come through and say, well, here's what this person needs to know, blah, 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 blah. It's always so loving that it blows my mind. It's a win, yeah. win, 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 win. And it's pure love, right? So I love what you said. You know, I uh, recently, I gave us, I give spiritual retreats and I gave one in Maui and we had a beautiful young man that was with us and he passed away. 18 year old young man, a week later died on a waterfall in Kauai. Now, I can't even explain to you what this was like, okay? And But he came through. When he came through, he was literally this beautiful hologram. One of the things that he said, he was trying to comfort his mom. And he said, Mom, I'm everywhere. I'm, I'm everywhere at the same time. I'm not like here and then there. I'm everywhere. I'm closer to you now than I was when I was in body. I'm mm-hmm. everywhere. And so that's the same thing with these guides and these loving angels, the people that are around us, these beings that are around us, right? Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I always thought when I came back, Kara, my biggest message for everyone was to know how loved they are deeply. And you're right, because I've been there, I have the energy of it. Right. We are yeah, it gave me chills love. all over when you said it. It's absolutely, yes. Yeah, we are love beyond anything you'll ever imagine. You are not alone. You are kind of stuck or caught in mind patterns that can be rewired. So there is a solution. There's, mm-hmm. There is a solution, right? And their life can change and they can bring the gift they were meant to bring onto this earth. All of us, honey, all of us. It's just... Yeah. Yeah. 
I live that's in awe. Beautiful. I live in a state of awe, Kara. <laughs> yeah, that's beautiful. I'm I'm with you. Um, one thing I want to clarify is you're a dream building expert and we have had, our conversation has gone very multidimensional at times. So when you talk about the dreams, are you, do you mean like the intentions and like how future state, or do you, are you literally working for people for, with people in the dream state or both? No, I am actually talking about the dream that was put on their heart when they were born that they're here to bring into this world, whether you call that their life purpose, their, no, each and every person was given a gift. And so oftentimes they were led astray, right? So like my mom wanted to be a lawyer. So I became a lawyer, you know, like it's this, I'm not doing what I came here to do. So they're not satisfied. And the thing is, it's never too late <laughs> to discover it and do it. You will be fully supported by the divine, fully supported, because that's what you're here to do. But it's in helping people get in touch with their truth of what they're here to do, and then helping them find the way to that. So now I'm talking about manifesting what is theirs here. Mm -hmm. And it's an incredible process. So can you imagine how much I love my life and my job? I, I mean, it's a huge blessing, but there's, I can't imagine more fulfilling work really yes. than helping people. To, <laughs> there's not, I, mean, I can assure you there's not. Yeah. I mean, one of those things is just understanding what the purpose is, you know, yeah. like so many people, especially on their awakening journey where it's like, okay, I've awoken now. I, I see that there's more going on than what I previously knew. And now what? Like now maybe like my work doesn't feel like it's maybe it's not aligned. Like it doesn't right. fulfill me the same way. So how, how are you helping people to even understand what, what is their dream? Right. Well, you actually, I walk, it comes from within them. It does not come from me, it comes yeah. from within them. For one thing, I am able to pay attention and listen at a very high level. Mm. So it's funny. I get help. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I get, I do. I actually do get help. Okay. Yeah. But what's funny is there's a process you walk through, help, right? Right. Yeah. And they discover, they start discovering what that is on their heart. Mm. It could be in the level, it could be in relationships. It could be that they have not allowed themselves based on past programming. I call them taught habit patterns in their mm. neurology. Okay. Taught, ha a taught, taught habit, habit patterns. Yeah. 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 And so they could not be manifesting the love of their life. Maybe they're not having good relationships with children, parents, other people in the world. Right. And it's coming from inside of them. Maybe their thing is they just want to have freedom. Maybe it's time freedom or, you know, like I want the time to invest in this stuff. Like I learned very quickly after that experience, don't put off your bucket list. Right. <laughs> bucket list every single day. No waiting. Waiting is a game. This I'll wait till I want to do it. I'll wait till later when it gets bad. I'll wait. Don't do the I wait game. Live a better life now. Create the mm -hmm. life you want now. You know, get fear and just kick it out. Because yes. fear is a stopper. And that is of a lower that by the way, fear isn't you talk about things that are, are not real. Fear is not real, but it is a companion of ours while we're here. But you can learn to take the fear and go take the action anyway. 
And then you'll find it subsides. And then as soon as you try to go into a larger one, the fear comes back and you just tell it, hey, shut up, get in the back seat. We're going for a ride. Right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> find ways to do that. Mm-hmm. So it's an entire process, the stream building process, but it is so rewarding when you watch people two years later and this thing they've been working on. And it's all frequency, by the way. Very mm-hmm. much vibration. Like that's mm-hmm. what I love about quantum physics. I mean, that that theory is right on. Yeah. We are, we are, it is literally happening all the time. It's available Mm -hmm. all the time and we are all connected to everything. So when you Mm -hmm. change your vibration to start going on the higher vibrations, you will begin to manifest, but you've got to do the work. It wasn't just like, you you know, if you have a dream and you don't actually do a process with that dream to bring it here, you're, what you're really doing is wishing. Mm, and wishing doesn't work. So sometimes with intention, I love the secret, but you got to, I mean, I've been doing that work for like 20 years before that, but you got to understand that part of what happened with that is that people didn't understand how to make it happen. Mm -hmm. They didn't understand how, like they knew, interesting how everybody knew the truth. Mm-hmm. When they watch the secret, learn I, this feels right to me. I'm like, yeah, yeah. from inside. I love the secret too. I wasn't taking a jab at it, but there's is difference when you experience. You know, we all have to learn things, and we all have to have exposure to things. And then when you experience it, it it's like it's nice to have that groundwork. But experiencing it is is different. Hey. Experience yeah. is king, Kara. You're 100% right. You could explain yeah. some of the things like some of the out-of-body stuff we do and some of the stuff we do. Well, there's no way to express that to someone without them having the experience. So the great yes. thing is guiding people back like you're doing on your podcast, you beautiful soul. Oh, thank Like you. you're doing to guide people back to the truth of who they really are. Mm. That's the work that's important, especially right now. Yeah. Because people are waking up. But sometimes yeah. when you wake up, all you feel is pain. Yes. But people are waking up right now. And so they do need those of us that have been there and know the way to say, hey, come this way. It's right, right. here. You're okay. Right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like someone did for me. You know, Absolutely. I mean, really. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, we are all a product of those who have come before us. I mean, yes. even when I've had multidimensional experiences, I mean, I've had a mentor for, you know, a couple of years now too, who has, you know, done a lot of multidimensional stuff and he will tell me things that like make no sense. And, and I'm like, well, okay, I don't, I don't have any frame of reference for that. And then in the multidimensional experience, it will come back to me and I'll be like, oh my God, this is what he meant. Out. And it's hysterical. It happens all uh, over and over again. And I yes. find myself in this like realm, like what is, oh my God, this is so what he so was cool. talking about. You know, we have yeah. to tell people the truth, which is it's so much fun. It is. It absolutely. is so much fun. It is yeah. so much fun to have those experiences. Like, yeah. And you know, remembering and- the power, because if you Ooh. do find yourself somewhere that is not fun, then, you know, remember the power that you have to go to something higher. That's right. Shift it. Yeah. 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 You are just a delight, Karen. Oh, likewise. You are such a light. You are. I mean, you are, you, it's so fascinating when I get to talk to someone who understands 
because they've had the experience. It's yeah. And it is so much fun because I know <laughs> as you're getting it, I can feel that you get it. And uh, yeah, it's a thank you so much, honey, for. Oh, thank you. I mean, <laughs> likewise, this is this has been incredible being able. And I'm so glad that this happened because I know we were you've got such a big day. Can we say oh, you're gonna sure. be today? Yes, 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 yes. So today, guys, my first grandbaby is being oh. induced, which means being gently guided into the earth plane. And, um, I could not, I'm so happy. I just, I've, I feel like I've literally waited since I think forever for this little being to be here. So I'm so Worth. deeply grateful. Yeah. And then also we can ask for prayers for my friend Francie because she's undergoing chemotherapy today. And, um, so to bring her and see her in perfect health and, um, yes, we'll take all of that loving we can get. Yes, absolutely. I mean, we were saying before we started recording, this is a day that you're going to, I'm so honored to be able to connect with you today because you're going to remember today forever. Yeah. What a huge, like, it's like, this is this big, bright light of a day in time and space for you in in your life. Like what a huge, huge deal this is. So, I mean, it's really been such an honor. Um, before we wrap up, how can people find out more about you and, and oh, the kinds of offerings that you have? Yeah, my, uh, my website is www.herdivinedivinelife.com. And I'm Sharon from Her Divine Life. Yeah. And so um, I have a website and there are wonderful free offerings on there and different things uh, to get to know me. And uh, I would love... Of course, I always know that the right people will come because they're mine, right? Just like you have yours. They're mine. They're assigned to me. And uh, But what a pleasure. Um, And I'm sending love to all of you today that are listening and know that you are amazing. Remember who you really are because you are amazing. Beautiful. Wow. Well, thank you so much. Thank you for all the work you're doing. Thanks for being here today and and so many blessings for this important day for you. Thank you, Kara. <laughs> all my love. Thank you. Thank you. Please share this episode. I appreciate your support, rating, reviewing, and sharing. So Thank you again for listening, and I look forward to the next meditation conversation.